Hello and welcome to the How They Did It Business Podcast, where we share stories from the best in business. I'm your host, Alec Taylor, the founder of Diverse VC. Today, I am so excited to announce that we have Justin Gordon, who is the founder of Just Go Grind and host of the Just Go Grind podcast, a daily show with more than 200 episodes featuring interviews with entrepreneurs and investors. He's got his MBA from USC in 2020 and is an aspiring runner and wants to help 1 billion people in his lifetime. Justin, so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me, Alec. I really appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Hey, I know you have a really busy schedule, so let's hop right into the fire round. Are you ready? Ready to roll. Let's do it. Starting off with books. What book have you either gifted the most to people and why did you gift that book? Or if you're not a big book gifter, what are three books that greatly influenced your life? Yeah, I've gifted, I think, a number of books that I actually don't have currently because I've gifted them my own personal copy. Uh, but one of the books that I've actually bought, and I've bought it on audio, Audible, Audible as well as actually having another physical copy because I didn't lend it to someone who didn't get it back to me, me not calling you out, uh, is 4-Hour Workweek. The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. That's probably one of my favorites all time. Uh, read that really early on. And I think it was published like a decade ago. Read it pretty early on. And that's been easily the most impactful book I've ever read. Absolutely. There's one piece that I, I remember reading in that. It was about having your own personal assistant. Did you take that to heart? Yeah, I've had a number of VAs actually since that book. So I use onlinejobs.ph to find a number of virtual assistants in the Philippines, have used them for work for another company I was at as well. Currently still have one right now helping me with some transcripts and everything else for just go grind. And so, yeah, that's been a very impactful thing. I love the idea of leveraging time and kind of getting the most out of that. So uh, that I definitely used to be a before. Justin, that's awesome, man. I'm a huge fan of Tim Ferriss. Actually also reading uh, Tools of Titans and Tribe of Mentors from him right now. So quality stuff. Love it. Moving on to the next one. You know, what purchase in the past, say six months or even during COVID for $100 or less, the item could even be free, has you know been the most impactful, positively impactful thing in your life? Yeah, if, if you had to say the last kind of six months or so, I'd say probably this current webcam I'm using, honestly, just because of the number of Zoom calls and Skype calls and everything around that. I think it matters to have good quality. And so I'd say actually that was something I debated for a long time and something that's maybe a little bit more than 100 if you want one more would just be this. Honestly, the second monitor has been, has been clutch. Having two monitors uh, with as many hours as I spend at the computer and doing interviews and everything else, it's very helpful. I think I put it off for so many years. I'm not sure why, but I finally got one. It was really cheap and uh, I, I use it all the time. I love it. I love it. That's fantastic. I have to admit the bigger monitors are definitely coming in clutch with productivity. For sure. Let's talk about failure. Do you happen to have any apparent failures that ended up setting you up for success later down the road? I mean, I think any entrepreneur has had numerous failures. For me, though, I've had my fair share as well, whether it be trying to launch a, a course years ago, I really didn't do much, whether it be even looking at, at PodPuff, it could be seen as a failure. We got clients for that business, but I ended up just being not the right company. So I don't know if it's you know, a failure in that way, but I think any of the ventures that started in the past that really just didn't get much traction. There's always something to learn from them. And I think the biggest thing along the way from the ventures I've started previously that haven't really panned out is understanding what I care about, what my skill set is, and like where I can add value. And so the things I'm doing now with Just Go Grind are a like direct reflection of the things I've done in the past. And so I've gotten to this point where I feel like I'm very much so aligned mission-wise, 
skill-wise, the connections I have with what I'm doing for Just Go Grind, and I'm very happy to be in that position. Definitely. And we'll make sure to tap into Just Go Grind in just a little bit. Now, if you had a giant billboard and you could put anything on it, it'll be seen by millions of people all around the world. What would you put on the billboard? There's two things that pop in my head. One is be nice. <laughs> That's something I had as the only rule in this community I'm creating for Just Go Grind is just be nice. Because one of the things like there's so much animosity going on and there's a lot that could be said around uh, people being angry about different things and for a good reason but i think being nice is just kind of the initial thing that pops into mind the the second thing i have to say though is work harder everything i've done up until this point has really been around putting in the time and putting in the effort and if you want to accomplish certain things in life if you want to have certain things in life make a big impact i think you can't avoid hard work. And that's something I've always kind of really believed in. Even since I remember in fifth grade, I think it was actually fourth grade, after my first season of football, doing laps around the house and push-ups. I wrote down a notebook. I don't know any, many kids who are doing that age, but I was doing the additional work then because I knew I wanted to improve. So that's something I would tell others as well. Be nice, work hard. I love that. That's fantastic. And tracking that and knowing and seeing the growth. <laughs> yeah, very young age. <laughs> now, moving a little forward, What's your best or, or most worthwhile investment that you've made? It could be financial. It could just be kind of personal. It could be time, energy. What's been the best investment you've made so far? I feel like it's really hard to choose one, but I'll give you a two things. One being this mic, honestly. The idea, it's very simple, but the things that I've done with a podcast mic, this Blue Yeti microphone, has allowed me to talk to people all around the world, honestly. And I think that has been the easily the most impactful thing in my life. And like it's on surface, it's just a microphone, but this microphone then connected me to like some honestly the most amazing people. And even the, this just this morning, I was talking to someone from Belgium, talking to someone who's in BC, like, like all the different types of people in different locations in different countries, all from this microphone is kind of insane to me. I think the second thing would just be investing in reading. Uh, I read so many different entrepreneurship books, business books, uh, growth mindset, everything starting really in college. And I think that put me ahead in many ways from a, a perspective and also just having tactics and strategies around building companies that I still kind of take with me today. Wow. Absolutely love that. The simplicity, a mic, the ability to be able to connect with people and, and have good quality sound, all those things are so great. So simplicity is key listeners. Do you happen to have like an unusual habit or perhaps something that you've been obsessing over lately? An unusual habit that I don't know really anyone else who does this. It's it's tying into the work hard thing. I've always kind of understood, even from looking at the, the Tim Ferriss thing you mentioned earlier around who's a lot of strategy, one of the things around finding like you're increasing your per hour output. So I always looked at time and was like, okay, my most productive hours are in the morning. So the earlier I get up, the more morning hours I have, the more I can be productive. And I'd rather go to bed earlier and do that. And I typically wake up at 3 a.m. And I don't know many people who do that. I think that unusual habit forces me to go to bed earlier, which in some ways, yeah, I'll miss out on some of the fun things from time to time. I'll still do some of those. But in general, that sets me up for a better position to work on the things that matter early before there's any distractions because no one's texting you at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. No one's get, like, bothering you. There's nothing that comes in at that early hour where you can really get hours and hours of, of work time. Even when I had a, a job, it was the same type of thing, hours to really work on what I cared about. And then now with being full-time and just go grind, having that time and having that space to really get the things done that matter the most early and no one can distract you from that. 
I love that. And that's a huge piece, right? Being able to focus in the morning and not have all the distractions and, and just how your body works. Recognition is key, man. I love that. Moving on, do you happen to have a, a belief or, 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 you know, a habit or a behavior that's most impacted your life? I think the thing that comes to mind right away would be the journaling and reflecting I do on a very consistent basis. I have a journal called uh, One Line a Day and props to Allison McGuire for giving me the, that idea to buy this. It's literally just a few lines. So it's, it's, it's basically like a paragraph every day of kind of reflecting on whatever you want. You can put whatever you want in there. I've used five-minute journal before, but I've always kind of journaled. This is the one thing I've done for more than a year every single day is kind of reflecting in the day and putting down what went well, maybe what, what didn't go well, highlights, anything I want to put in there, I do that. And that kind of resets me every single night. And then I have another journal that I do more in depth kind of writing on when I'm in a funk, when I have decisions to think about, it's just paper. So paper and pen, I'll go to a park, I'll write about the things I want to do, strategize on business decisions, reflect on what am I doing? Am I living how I actually want to be living? And I think you need to take that time for introspection to be able to make sure you're living the life you want to live. We all get this, this one life. It's so precious. And how do you want to spend your time? And I think for me, reflecting consistently has been really helpful. Absolutely. I love that. Talking about college, right? What would you tell a smart and driven college student? Would there be any advice you'd give them about the real world or any advice to ignore? Yeah. One of the things I didn't do, especially in undergrad, I guess, is get to know professors and classmates enough. I think there's so many interesting people in college that if you really get to know them more, you'll find that's the most beneficial thing, not even from strictly a business perspective, but even just a life perspective with meeting people and having these relationships. I'd say to any college student, driven, ambitious, get to know your classmates, leverage the fact that you're a student to be able to reach out to people. And I, I took that away from undergrad when I ended up going back to school for the MBA, I really take it to heart and, and actually try to connect with more people, use the student card to reach out to people and really take advantage of that time frame because I think it's a very special time, whether it be like, you know, four or five years in undergrad, whether it be two years in a master's program, it's a special time to take advantage of and when you get to the real world, having those connections is really useful. No, I completely agree with you there. That's amazing feedback. And talking about the last five years, do you, what have you gotten better at saying no to? There's so many things that people are asking us to do all the time. What have you gotten better at saying no to? And how do you say no? Saying no is one of the most difficult things, especially as you are putting content out there, you're creating things, you're doing something like I'm doing with a podcast. And there's a lot of different opportunities that come up. There's a lot of inbound requests. And it's truly a blessing to even be in that position to have. And it's a very like, super small scale to many other people. We obviously bring up Tim Ferriss and his whole thing of uh, he's so busy with people you know, requesting time of him. I think saying no is difficult. I prioritize things where is there multiple ways that this could be beneficial? Would I enjoy the experience on its own? I kind of think through those things. And so some things you, you do is always making sure on the kind of first thing is does it align with your values, what you care about? And if it doesn't, and then it's kind of an instant no. And so some things are like instant no's. Other things are more so, all right, I, I should make the time for this. And there's definitely a part of it that is the, the idea of giving back. I mean, so many people have helped me along the way in my career that if I didn't give back, I mean, uh, it'd be a disservice to other people. So I look at things through aligning with my kind of mission in life, what I care about, 
how they reached out to me in the first place, and then really looking at uh, a number of different things around can I get back and help out in some capacity. Fantastic fire round, Justin. Alrighty, listeners, that's all we have for part one with the fire round with Justin Gordon. Now we're going to take a moment to move into the deeper dive in part two, where we understand more about his podcasting background, his education, and how that's impacted the business that he's pursuing today. Check us out in part two.